Warning, this program contains strong themes meant for a mature audience. Discretion is advised. Going live in five, four. What does live mean? Uh. Welcome to the Just Conversation podcast. The show where we ground humanity's most absurd and baffling ideas in childish ways. I am your host, Jack. And I am your host, Christina. And if you, the listener, on the other side of this haven't yet, you better subscribe right now so that you can get notified the mother fucking second the new episodes are released. You don't want to be missing out. I'm not going to let you. Also, this show is most enjoyable with a listening partner to share opinions and ideas on topics we discuss. Yes, so be sure to grab somebody, bring them nice and close, and you begin playing that podcast, this podcast. You begin playing this podcast on your phone, and you put it right up to their face, and you're like, do you see what I'm listening to? And they're going to be freaking out, because they are a stranger in a coffee shop that you just approached while they were having their breakfast, and you're like, listen listen to it and then you put the phone in front of them and they're gonna be like who the hell are you and you're like if you move this ain't gonna go well and they're gonna get scared they think you're armed because you're reaching behind (laughs) you for something like if you have something but you're not gonna show them what you have because you have nothing you're just trying to get them to listen to this podcast with you that's crazy but you're in a coffee shop and this is happening yeah and nobody else is doing anything everybody's horrified they think you have a gun What? But, but, they're listening to the podcast because you played it on your phone. Now you have an entire coffee shop. Some people can hear it less than others because the phone's pretty far from some of them. But everybody can still catch a little bit of something and you just hold them hostage for an entire hour so they can listen to it. And then you just leave. It's a coffee shop. They don't have a panic button. They can still call the cops. Right. Who's going to call the cops if they think you have a gun and you're going to turn around, see them and pop their brains out? Of course, <laughs> you never said you're going to do any of that. That None of that is like something that's going to happen. You don't Does have a gun. Does this person have a gun? Okay, that's what I was saying. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if they have a gun. That's more about like what they're doing with their lives. <laughs> well, I'm just telling them how they can definitely, definitely get somebody to listen to the show. That's awful. I mean, it's debatable. Mm. Mm. It's good for us, I guess. Yeah, sort of. They, they definitely get the, uh, so long as they don't blame us for doing it. Exactly. That's the problem also. No, no, no. See, they can't blame us because we are, uh, uh, this is comedy. I'm joking. Ha ha. Ha 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 ha. It's funny. It's funny. Uh huh. And, uh, if they were to play it, they get to this part where I'm saying it's funny and they'd be like, no, they were joking. You're just a crazy person. Yes. That's how it works. And look, I've been told recently I sound very serious half the time. People don't know when I'm joking or not. And then I say things that sound really reasonable and like lace them with a bunch of bullshit that means nothing. And then people are like, wow, that's totally right. So how like, are people supposed to react? They're we, I just said it's a joke. I guess that's, yes. Disclaimer, this yes. show is full of shit. Yes. Nothing I've ever said is true or correct. I mean, that's also, that's a problem. That's also it's wrong. It's not all incorrect. It's a, there's like a large amount of it that's really true and accurate. Like mm-hmm. the majority. It's the problem is the problem really comes to the fact that we can't tell what is and what isn't really. Yes. And it because so much of it is 
Mm-hmm. You kind of just have to assume that most of the time you're getting it. And if you can't distinguish which one is and which one isn't, the safer bet is always it's accurate and true. That's the safer bet? It's a safer bet because of the following. It's like 90% to 10 the lies are like 10%. We sprinkle random shit here and there, and the like, you can't really... Like, the other 90% is true. We looked it up. It's all thought out. We've we've thought about this. We've personally... We're very informed in all of these areas. Yes, and you think 90% though? Okay, maybe that's exaggerated. But look, at least like 75. Okay, 75. But they could trust 75%. A doctor would if it was a life and death situation. Whoa. There you go. They would have the talk with you like, look, your mom, this is, this is, there's a 25% chance. Like we can flip a coin twice and one of, well, I guess you flip it four times, right? You flip a coin. Well, no, it's a fucked up number. How do you get, well, whatever, a four-sided die, one, there's a one in four chance. You flip two coins. No, but you flip two coins, the odds are weird. You can't flip them at the same time though. You flip one coin twice. Okay. But each time you had 50-50 chance, does it still work that way? Is that how numbers Uh, work? Hmm. (laughs) Maybe. Okay, so dice, right? Okay, we're going to trust this one. Four-sided dice? Man, okay, here's here's the question. Here's the question. Probabilistically speaking, how do we even tell what it... Like, okay, so we got, like, objective reality or whatever. Mm -hmm. And we're, we're talking about what's true and what's not true. What's real and what's not real. Right. And so uh, the the listener is trying to discern the difference. We say 25% is bullshit and 75% isn't. Right. Yes. But like they're fucking our listeners. They're already kind of weird, meta detached, jaded people. So they have to decide pretty much what's true or not. And their not, percentage might not be the same as ours. No, no, no. That's not even what I'm trying to say. Like they'll come in and be like, okay, 25% objective reality, but then can we even say that objective reality is really even accurate on its own when our perception is so fucking small? Mm -hmm. And then they get to this weird sort of meta internal discussion where they're like, well, nothing is really real, which means none of this is real, but by contrast, that means all of it is true. Because Yeah, because it's fucking reality is all fiction. And if we're just assuming what's on this side of reality is accurate for this side of reality, then whatever he says goes because it doesn't really matter. None of it matters. It's all equally true as it is a lie. And then under that context, it's 100% true and 100% fake all at once. All at once. Okay. But when you say you're joking... Yeah. It's still a joke. Yeah. I mean, it is a joke. But now the question is, is the fact that I'm joking making things less true? And if you've begun to rely on the truth, do you, is your acting on it? Like, okay, probably if you pretended to have a gun, it would work. Like, that's okay. true. Uh-huh. That's a true statement. The joke is me telling you to do it. Yes. But, like, the information I gave surrounding that, probably true. That's problematic, to some degree. Yes. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. This is a moral question. It's more to the person, because obviously we're joking. I keep saying I'm joking. It's really about them. It really is the person who's listening who has to decide. Man, that's the problem. We don't have, like, that. We have biases. Yes. That's the problem. if we had total objectivity... Just no subjective experience, just flat 
objective reality and we could just like for a fact ones and zeros our way through all of it where we have no opinion on anything it is just a hundred percent this is the right way to do it but if they did decide to do something crazy it's up to their subjectivity but i know if everybody was a hundred percent objective that wouldn't be a problem no because he would know he's joking I shouldn't pretend that I have a gun in this coffee shop to get them to listen to this show with me because uh-huh. I don't actually know people in the real world because I'm a reclusive loner who's been building guns with my 3D printer. What? Of course, they didn't bring that gun. No. But they know how they would use it if they had it. Okay, so this person definitely has one. Though. They probably also have a manifesto. Mm. They've probably been planning this for a while. We're talking about a person who's serious. So now they're just going to use our episode as an excuse. Yes. Look, they might dedicate whatever happens to us. Yes. And we might be in the manifesto. That's kind of cool. Yeah. That's pretty badass. Our show will blow up. We'll be like the Beatles. Yes. We'll become super absurd. My question is, were the Beatles famous before or after Manson? I'm so sure before. I don't know, though, but I'm assuming yes. Yeah, I know. I think it was. Yeah, because he listened to the album. Yeah. But, like, was it, like, their first or second album? Or was it, like, down here or up there? You I know? don't know. And it's like, well, he claimed the thing. Oh, my God. We all got to listen to the album. Huh. You know? I don't know. And then, like, boom, Beatles. Yes. It's hard to tell. I don't know. Yeah. Man, this is why we should all just become computers. I don't know. Objective. But we can all just be objective. Morality out the window. Is that a good thing? I don't know. It's the same thing. Yeah. There's I mean, no difference. There's no difference. We are already there. We are all computers. There's no argument against that logic. Except for emotions. How did that relate to being a computer? Emotions? Yeah. We got programmed with emotions. A great example oh. is a study that was conducted in the 90s that was talking about our uh, perspective on rape and cultures that have uh, forceful, obedient wives and uh, wives of the uh, early 50s and 40s and current day. Mm-hmm. All of those things factored together, right? So, uh, actually, I think it also had, like, pages, like, research done through, like, journal entries and things from people from, like, the 1800s or whatever. But the uh, I don't remember who did it. I think it was, like, um, you know, one of these fucking schools that are always doing this shit, like, uh, Columbia University or some shit like that. But the idea was that the women of those periods of the past were in marriages where they were uh, submissive. You do what you're told when you're told how you're told because that's your role or whatever. Mm -hmm. And being forced to have sex would not have lasting trauma as frequently as something way smaller does now after you're told it's traumatic. You've been programmed to think it's worse than it is oh or not that it's worse i guess that's a harsh way to put it but you've been pro you've been taught that you should have trauma due to it even though they were taught maybe not to share their trauma or whatever well in the past even if they were taught the 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 idea is even if you were taught to keep it inside Mm -hmm. if it happened we can register whether you will have some problem due to it having happened oh okay it has nothing to do with the person's opinion of anything yeah and there was significantly less like if you had a hundred people like three of them would have a problem as a result while if you 
took that same hundred people now. It'd be whole, uh, completely different. Yeah, the three are the only ones who didn't react while everybody else has crazy trauma, but you were programmed by being taught. Okay. To have these fears. And uh, this, is, this is so traumatic. You should be a horror. And so your brain sort of sets itself up so that if this were to happen, now you are traumatized. But before, it wasn't that way. Now, some exceptions to this rule, the same study was conducted with soldiers, which there were soldiers that, like, in the past, they were just, you know, go, you're not going to, PTSD wasn't even a fucking thing, but people were coming back fucked up. Yeah. No matter what, they were coming back fucked. And, like, that's still the case now. In fact, it seems to have flipped almost. What do you mean? Like, Well, there's way less PTSD now as a result. It might be because there's more help. Yeah. But also people who don't get help less often have problems opposite to back then. Now, it might be because the the control groups that they're using are of uh, people who are younger so that they might show things later. Hmm. So that's a possibility. There were a couple of disclaimers in all of these articles and things kind of explaining that idea. Okay. That, like, there might be factors we're not considering in doing these. None of these tests are perfect. No test is perfect, yeah. Okay. But if, in, in the case of the women... We, I guess it also a gender thing that I didn't consider because these were two different studies entirely. But in the case of the soldiers, they were ma- vast majority men. The one about rape, it was usually, you know how it is, fucking people ignore the fact that men get raped too. Yeah. So it was like focus on women. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so women in the past getting raped, very little uh, trauma. Mm-hmm. Women in the present getting raped, all trauma, all of it, 100%, because you were taught that way. Guys of the past experiencing war, fucked. Yes. Guys in the present experiencing war, okay, yeah, this is what we do. Is it possible, though, that they're they're able to express themselves, though, now about it so it's not damaging them? And, like, back then, they were told, you keep that to yourself. But then so that wouldn't the, make any sense because the women are also more expressive about it now. They both just, it's, I guess, different. I, if so, if a woman gets to express it, it's more real? <laughs> I guess. I don't know. That's weird, right? Yeah. And so this, uh, the, the argument behind it is that that's no different than the programming of a AI to behave a certain way. And a good example, when I'm thinking about this, like the reason I'm bringing this up in the first place is what? because I'm thinking of, for example, a game like GTA, right? You're running around mm-hmm. the city and there is AI running around. The AI was programmed that if you pop a gun, They'll get scared. they get scared and run away, but they were taught that. There are other games where they weren't, and you could just shoot a gun, and nobody gives a shit, and they just keep walking. Yeah. But they were programmed to behave that way. Mm-hmm. And there's no real difference between a person being programmed- And a character in a game. And a character in a game. You're still programmed by somebody, something. What is school, if not intentionally programming? Mm-hmm. You're being taught by somebody what, when, how, because, and you know. We get programmed by the society we live in. <laughs> yeah. Somebody has to teach you the thing that you should do. If you're not told that's scary, you're not scared of that thing. Yeah. If you've never experienced it directly, you're not scared of that thing. And it has to do something negative. If you're surrounded by murders and you see people die all the time, but you weren't told that's bad, you're just like, yeah, this is normal as hell. That's true. Like people like me who are afraid of bees. If I'm, I'm assuming maybe like I saw some people afraid of bees or knew that people were afraid so i became afraid or something like that it's just the conditioning like 
random fears are probably work like that. I don't know if probably. all of them do, but... I don't know if all of them do. Yeah, there's probably, like, irrational crap out there, too. Yeah. What? But that's a great example of how we are already at that stage of computers where, like, a computer wouldn't... Even if it's ones and zeros... Yeah. It'll have some biases because we programmed it with it. Hmm. The same way an individual could be... Like, what do we say? You know, kids aren't born racist. You taught them that. Yeah. Well, we put a computer powered by Google on the internet. That computer wasn't born racist. But it became... It learned. <laughs> it learned to be... Yeah. That's a great example of how the same exact thing happened. It was exposed Whoa. to people. People behaved a certain way around it. It learned and applied. And it became ridiculously racist. Yep. It oh. became a Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> It was supposed to be a teenage girl or something. I, I don't remember. No I know. It was just immediately corrupted. Yeah. So well, that's a perfect example of how AI is like no different than we are. It is, it is, pro, it is programming. Mm -hmm. And so our behavior is programming. So a computer can definitely be biased. There's no difference. Well, like it's way more complicated than that. Honestly, a computer is so much more intricate than... Uh, we give it credit for. Like, we've created some crazy shit. At this point, we can start making the argument that a computer is sentient almost. A well, not a computer, but well, AI. Eventually, it will be. If it's not already, if it's we not already, know eventually that it will it's be. Gonna, it's, there's a possibility. Yes. Another example of a fear in a video game is uh, not even human-like, which is uh, the xenomorph in Alien Isolation. What do you mean? Well, it's programmed to learn from your behaviors or at least give the illusion that it's happening, right? Oh, okay. And a good example is even if the subroutines that get activated based on your behavior change how it behaves, it still has some key things that it has to do no matter what. For example, if you have a flamethrower, it will always be scared of fire. There's no instance in which that will not be the case. Like they can't learn to not be afraid of the fire? Yes. It's instinctive. It's a survival tactic it is instincts yeah yeah so it is scared of fire no matter what it knows yeah. fire bad and it was programmed that way but so are we for the exact same thing for the exact same <laughs> thing for survival we know fire bad yeah. even if we didn't we test it and then know yeah fire bad. <laughs> even those of us who aren't scared of fire we're not just gonna walk into fire no we're just like okay let's keep our distance from that roaring fire mm-hmm <laughs> Oh, that's so that's just a great example of how we're it's it's no different yeah what? and it might behave irrationally because of the fear which is similar to bias you're, you're lacking reason because of an emotion almost and mm. we can't detach ourselves from our emotions we can try we can strive for objectivity for all of eternity that's impossible but that's impossible we're we're stuck in subjective experiences for all of infinity there's no escaping that fact and robots will feel the same <laughs> and robots will feel the same they are still perceiving through their own an interesting thing about robots is not robots ai artificial AI. intelligence an interesting yeah. thing about artificial intelligence is the fact that they store information the same way we do we have to create a neural network yes for artificial intelligence but we have a neural network mm-hmm we're basically just replicating humanity to some degree. Like the AI that does paintings and then they learn through painting. Yes. And actually, and here's a more interesting thing. Just like what? humans, that neural network, not only does it store information and memory 
it has memory banks and it uses that to cross-reference information. But you teaching a AI something is less effective than teaching it to get information and cross-reference it with itself. Yeah. Which is very, very similar to how humans work. Work. Oh, guess, like yeah. you can tell me that's bad. And I could like, yeah, I understand what the word bad means. And you said that. So, okay, I get it's bad. But like, how? Even if you explained it, like, I don't have a, a hands-on understanding. Yeah. Until you... Until I witness it. Would... Until I experience <laughs> it myself. Mm. And a computer works the same way. Yeah. That's why the most powerful computers are computers that learn from data they collect, not data you have given them. Is that a specific type of computer? No, most uh, AI now do that. Oh, okay. That's what runs on social media and crap like that. It's just AIs that are collecting information and then improving themselves based on the information they've been given. Mm. A lot of these computers are almost out of control. Like almost? people, Yeah, I mean, I guess they are. But it's not like <laughs> dangerously out of control. It's just like a lot of the time we don't really comprehend everything they're doing. We just know what the conclusions are and then we like work around that. But like a lot of the computations they run are so complicated, it's getting to the point like we can't really calculate human computations. It's assumed that we do billions and billions and billions of processes to in seconds. Understand what a computer is doing? Like we're trying to follow them though, even though we can't do it to ourselves. Well, they're not as complicated. Oh. Uh, like they are running way less processes. But they're still too much for us. Yeah, it's still too much, <laughs> definitely. Like, our minds are running way more processes, but a lot of it is subconscious, a lot of it is background noise, a lot of it is just, we're only getting the result. The fact that I'm speaking right now, and sit down and search my memory banks for words and ideas that are associated with one another, to then grab them all independently, like, the word word is so abstract by itself. There's yes. no context, no nothing, it's just word. Mm. How can I so easily just say word? This sentence should be impossible. There's something doing billions of choices yeah. that led to the sentence happening and that's not me i didn't fucking choose shit no we're complicated too yeah uh, we're a computer just a computer. computer is ultimately two sets of ai running we see one part and then there's some background shit doing so much work mm -hmm. we only see the surface thing the same way like you're hearing me talk but you're not seeing what's happening in my brain that led to the sentence coming out our computer's conscious there's a possibility. And that comes down to the question about what consciousness is. We can't prove or disprove for us to say that a computer isn't or that we are. Yes. It's part of that whole thing of like, we can't tell. We can't tell. We just say we are. Especially if we consider what the probability of consciousness is. The probability? Yes. Because if consciousness is something that's happening just in our brains, then animals are all conscious too. It's not unique to us. It's just a level of complexity within biology. But if it's not being developed in what we consider a brain, then consciousness is independent of the brain. Maybe it's not, you know, some ethereal or freaking trans transcendent thing. But maybe consciousness is more like a collection of matter. How much of something is how complicated so if we just consider two factors, how much matter and how complicated is its assortment, then our argument is the more atoms in something mm -hmm. and the more intricate the pattern in which those atoms are put together, then the more conscious the thing is. In the case of a computer, 
and the AI being run on the computer is very basically a lot of the same components. It's when we start getting to the chip that there's variety. We start reaching uh, a lot of different components made of different things, a lot of different power components and uh, atoms of all kinds. And that's where the neural network is. That's Mm -hmm. similar to our brain. It's made of all these complicated things. That's to say that if it's the atoms and the complicated assortment of them equals that, everything has consciousness, regardless of what it is. A single atom is conscious, but it's so singularly conscious that it doesn't matter. Yeah. But that would also bring up the argument that, like, a computer's definitely conscious, especially if its computations are starting Mm -hmm. to reach ours. Mm -hmm. And once it passes ours, it'll be more conscious than us. It'll have. Is there a level? I guess, yes. You think there are levels? I think there are levels. Not necessarily levels, but like a, a slider. Slider, okay, and they'll eventually become. They're definitely, yeah. Well, right now we're the top. You think they'll figure out what consciousness is? Maybe not. I don't. I don't know if that's possible. Unless maybe if if what I'm saying it is is the case, eventually that'll be measurable. Yeah, the AI could figure it out. Yeah, eventually it might be measurable if that's the case. If it is transcendent, if if it exists outside of our universe and the way we know it, or not our universe, but our dimension, Mm. or our realm, or any of these other deviations from like base 3D normal grounded reality, then maybe it's impossible to find out. Yeah, I think so. But also following that logic, that also means Earth is conscious and way more conscious than any of us. But also that kind of makes sense considering that it has skin that is alive. Yeah. And it has oxygen. The trees breathe and that is the body of the Earth. The body, the Earth has water like humans do. Does it have a heart? Yeah, it's a core. A core? Hmm. It has a molten core. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's functional. We know a star is... A star is by all definitions alive. When we did the episode on uh, Alive versus Galvin, a star and fire are pretty close. How close do you think? Uh, I mean, when it comes to robots or AI, I guess, where do you think AIs fit? I think AI is probably particularly conscious. I'd, like if we exclude the, the um, macroscopic objects like planets and things, it's us then AI. But as a, a living thing? As a living thing, whether it's alive or Galvin. Galvin Well, it's not necessarily alive. It might classify as Galvin. Because if if we're talking about alive, we're not really... What what are we going to compare? They don't eat. They don't take a crap. They don't require nutrients. The closest thing they need is energy, and that is it. Yeah. What? They're eating for energy? I guess. Wait, that's like us, though. Yeah. it's, It's one thing that's happening. Yeah. There's like nothing else. Mm-hmm. Just energy. So what was it? It's Galvin if it's one single thing? I think so. So then it would be Galvin, but not alive. Mm. So that that's where uh, a computer would fall. But it's definitely unconscious. Definitely. And it seems like, that's interesting, right? Because it seems like you don't even need to make the Galvin or living scale what do you to, mean? to be conscious. Oh, okay. Yeah, because you can have a rock. Yeah. Oh. That's conscious too, and that's none of the above. That's yeah. just there. Because mm-hmm. the scale is a four-piecer. It starts at biology on top. Anything that's got uh, um, cells is by default alive. So it's biological. Then you have alive, which is fire. 
Yeah. Then you have Galvin, which is things like the star or pretty much anything else that doesn't meet all the requirements for life. Mm -hmm. And then just like inanimate stuff. But all of the above is conscious. Yes. Like a rock. Like a rock. (laughs) And although a AI might not be alive or cellular, so it's not biological, it is still definitely Galvin because it uses energy. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So we definitely have a lot of similarities in that regard. So are we comparing ourselves to AI or AIs to us? There's no difference. There's no difference. We're not comparing <laughs> in anything. We're saying that we're, it's already similar. It's already the same. We're, there's we're nothing the to compare. We're the same thing. We're the same thing. We might not have the same origin. No. And we might have different ways of being created. We don't look very alike. We don't look very alike. But we're the same. That's we're the really same. interesting. Another interesting fact about uh, robotics and AI is that an AI, right? The body of an AI is robot mm-hmm. machines. And uh, humans, when, for example, they're missing a limb, uh-huh. can have a robotic implant that then functions connected to their nerves. Yeah. Our nerves and robot nerves are no different. We can operate robotics with our nerves. Yes, we can. What? The same way AI would operate robotic limbs, we do. That's weird. That's how much like a machine we are. We are a machine with an AI. Our brain is the AI. Our body is a machine. It's just a biological machine. We become cyborgs. Wait, did I say the right one? Crap. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Those two areas are very strange when they become when we become living in a place that cyborgs and androids are common yeah because an android is a artificial human yeah but it is biological biological yeah an android is human robot looking like a human it's a human looking like a robot i thought cyborg was no a cyborg is a mesh a mesh yeah a cyborg is a human with robotic parts and an android is fully created in a lab To be human and a robot? It doesn't necessarily have to be robot. Oh. I think an artificial human in general. Oh, okay. I think, like, a homunculus is an android. Are you positive? I'm not entirely sure. Oh, okay. Like, it could be. It could be that an android is a robot that looks like a human. That's what I thought, but it I could, could be. be wrong. I don't know. It's very robotic sounding <laughs> as <Yeah>. a name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then we have to differentiate if we're going to use that label. Then we would say that a human with robotic parts is a cyborg. An android is a full robot that looks human, might have biological tidbits here and there to yeah. help the illusion, mm-hmm. but it's like mechanical. And a homunculus is a fully artificial lab-made human. Which is possible, too. Which is possible, yes. Those things have so well. No, no, no. It's not possible because we require a female and a male. Uh, we require female egg and male sperm to then put into a test tube. We don't have gene creating technology. We have oh. gene manipulation technology. Okay. So we can have designer babies, but it required a real human. Okay, so that's not the same thing. Designer that's babies. That's not the same <laughs> okay. thing. A designer baby is just a human. Okay. We just modified them. Hmm. Yeah. That's very robotic of us. That's very sciencey, but not sciencey. robotic. Okay. <laughs> this is very sciencey of us. That's very sciencey. But the same way we control those limbs, mm-hmm. AI control those limbs. AI can have an entire body 
yeah. that's robotic. Kind of we can too, in theory. We definitely can. We'd yeah. be more creative with our body once we're creative with their body. Yeah, like, when we get advanced enough technologically, yeah. we, we're we headed there. We're headed to the possibility that we can run an entire robot body. Whoa. And efficientize the amount of energy our body uses, probably even pushing ourselves to live longer, even if we still like wouldn't have conquered death. We could, in theory, extend our lives exponentially, mm-hmm. live a couple of thousand years. I wonder how weird we will become to look will look like. Like I wonder if anyone's ever came up with some ideas of like, what would a human but robot kind of fused thing happen? Like we always imagine it's still looking human. So what what are the possibilities though? That's interesting, right? Because I guess in there's Cause, infinite possibilities. Yeah. What if now we'll never be able to move <laughs> our conscious mind. No. But there's an interesting solution to this problem. Because we wouldn't jump from body to body, necessarily. No. Uh, hmm. I'll explain. If what you had was your brain, mm-hmm. and you connected the brain to all the things it needs to live in a robot body, right? So it's getting the nutrients it needs, the vitamins it needs. Um, you're connected to something that allows you to see. There's an equivalent of eyes. There's an yeah. equivalent of nerves that allows you to move the body, something that allows you to hear. And you're feeding all this information to the brain. You, as the robot, can see and behave like a normal person would. If this brain is within a case where you can unplug all the pieces and connect it into a different robot that has all the same wires and receivers, mm-hmm. you can go from a human body to a dog body, so long as that dog has the ability to see and hear and That's has... exactly what I was thinking about. Like, the possibilities of just, like, you having your animal body, if you're one of those people who are like, I was I was so born to be a dolphin or whatever. Yeah, but You can not... live that dolphin life. Yeah, but you wouldn't even have to be trapped as that. No. If this container can be moved, you could be a dog today. Yeah. A human tomorrow. Yeah. It's, Maybe whatever helps, yeah. I guess. Now, it's not moving your consciousness, but it's literally moving your brain. Yeah. From one thing to another, because where you move it has all the resources it needs. I'm sure someday consciousness. But before that, we can start with brain, the brain if yeah. it's easier. And if we have, like, eventually, I'm assuming, the, the technology to have this changing system in your house would be very cheap. Mm-hmm. So not everybody will afford it at the beginning, but as technology gets better, it gets cheaper. And eventually, yeah. maybe everybody has a brain changer in their house that does it so quick your brain doesn't die. Yeah. And I wonder, like, what ways we'd use it. I feel like the easiest way would be, like, you get a... What are those things? A droid. A droid? The things that fly. Yeah. A droid. A drone. A drone. Uh, you get a drone body and you put your mind on that to travel or brain, I guess. And it will carry you to where you need to go before you find your other body. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah. That'd be fascinating. You don't have to take your bodies anywhere. You can just get where you're going, detach quickly where you are, go to the meeting. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's faster travel. (laughs) Or I guess just different. I don't know if it's But at this point, the fact that we can send messages straight to the brain so that you can control a body Mm -hmm. means we, we definitely already have the technology that we can connect wires to you so that you don't have to go anywhere to get to your meeting. We could send the signals as if you're in a meeting room and now you're in this virtual reality that's oh. fed straight to your brain. You didn't have to go anywhere. And what does the people in the meeting see? They see each other. They see whatever they want rendered in there. Oh. Because it's being fed directly to you. Keep in mind, you have wires that show you what's outside. 
there there's a robot body that's receiving light from outside that's the world it's looking at mm-hmm. and that's being processed through the robot's nerves and being sent to your brain through wires and same thing happens with hearing yeah now if you were to disconnect the brain from the robot it would not be receiving anything because the robot isn't sending the messages so in theory you could connect this brain to a computer system that's going to yeah. project this artificial world. And as these brains communicate, they see each other and they hear each other because the feedback is coming through the same sensory. You can simulate a perfect meeting room. That's that's very strange. Because but this just goes to prove how like AI we are. Yes. Or we can become even more closer related to the, yeah. the AI. And this is all just possible. This is possible now. We know our nerves can control things. Yeah. And we know we can receive feedback. Yeah. We've seen people lose their arms and yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. We know for a fact it works. We know for a fact. We know you can replace organs with robotic parts that will send the proper information back. Amazing. This fact. Yeah. So we're that close. Not only that, but again, the fact that we could do that is something. But we can put a chip in our brain right now and interface with the robotic technology to then communicate through Wi-Fi to our phone. We become a Wi-Fi machine that contacts our phone. That is a special relationship we have with our phones. But yeah, that's pretty... That's how far we are. That's how similar to AI we are. Yeah, I could just have a thought and send the message. become the smartphone. (laughs) Yeah, but like we're that far ahead. Mm-hmm. We're that into uh, being AI and being a computer and being this thing. Yes. Not only that, but when we really calculate what a brain is doing, it's ones and zeros and patterns and crap. And then when we crack into DNA, we just have ones and zeros and crap like that. It's really mm-hmm. weird similarities to AI that we have. We're just biological computer, but we're ultimately a computer. Yes. We are computers. Man, that's cool. It's so cool. Why don't we live in the future where computers are with us? Where we have AI buddies? I don't know. It's really weird, right? Mm-hmm. We're living in Black Mirror. Kind of. We kind of are. <laughs> the problem is that Black Mirror is just speculating on what is going to happen. We've seen as we move further and further, we're in the era where social media literally makes or breaks you. Yeah. Like your career depends on whether you are accepted on social media. Yes. That and that's really no bad. different than that five-star rating episode of Black Mirror. Exactly. It's not talking about our future. It's, it's about the right present. Now. <laughs> yeah. It's just thinking about the next extreme of where we are now. Yeah. That's just very, very normal. Mm-hmm. The guy talking about um the, the, the one who was trolling the mayor or something, the fuck a pig or some shit. Oh, yeah. Remember that? The yeah. very first episode, I think. Mm-hmm. How is that any different than people online uh, uh, getting trolled all their way to attacking the Capitol? You know, just making people do things out of fear. That's just possible. We could do that. That happened. Yep. That's... Happens all the time. That's a pretty crazy story, but yes, it's true. Yeah. (laughs) It happened. Is that online bullying to the extreme or something? I guess. Or really... Is it, is it a joke? I don't know if it's a joke. It's not a joke. It's kind of know. bullying when you have a bunch of trolls that are aware people are stupid and gullible, 
of which there are many. People will fall for whatever. People fall for everything that's ever existed. You can show people anything on the internet. They don't do their research. And when they do, it's biased. They're asking questions to get the answer they want. Mm -hmm. They're not trying to disprove anything. They're trying to confirm what they already believe. Yeah. So they go online and they ask an exact question to get exactly the answer they want. And they they feel justified. Yes. Intentional. People go online making articles for whatever garbage they want so that they can have these people bite this so it's like how funny it would be if i made fake proof that the earth is flat and they're just gonna google why the earth is flat for real and then they're gonna receive the information and be like wow you see i knew it somebody else thought what i thought and it's like no they made that for you they made that for you yep that's interesting they made that for you Uh uh-huh and now you believe it because you saw somebody else had the same thought and justification okay even if they didn't really but it's that's good enough yeah that's that's good enough. enough They won't even make it through a whole article to realize it's made of shit. No. Most people won't. I don't know. Yes, I guess. I've seen people give me... People have given me articles where I question, like, what is, what is this garbage that they're reading? I don't... No, the funniest part is when they send you something and then you do read the whole thing just to try to understand and then you get to the bottom. Because there's a lot of this and you get to the bottom yes. and you realize it's not even complete. It was just somebody knowing somebody was going to read the first part and abandon it halfway. Oh, wow. Well, but for the one that I recently read, it was like, it was obviously written by someone who's against the thing that they're talking about. And it's like, like, it's so, it's their opinion. It's not well, yeah, fact. There is no. But they're talking about it like it's fact. And then this person's like, yeah, look, it's facts, right? Yeah, no. that's that's the problem. Uh, everybody leans into opinion news what I would argue is, where have you ever seen news that wasn't? Where have I seen news that wasn't? Yeah, where was the news that wasn't opinion-based? Probably CNN? not. But... Fox? No, those are biased as fuck. They're giving their opinion. I'm not giving people that information and saying it's facts. <laughs> people want to be justified. I guess. People think there is fact. Yes. I Yeah. That's what it is. They yeah. think things are true. And when somebody confirms what they already believe, they don't need thought. They don't think about the fact that, no, this person is giving us their opinion. Just because it lines up with my opinion doesn't make it any more true. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. They don't have that thought. People don't have that thought. They think it lines up with my opinion. Thus, it's true. Well... Uh... That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Uh, it's a weird fallacy we have. Yeah. We don't sit back and we're like, okay, well, that's information. Let me go see what somebody who thinks the opposite believes. Uh, mm-hmm. That's how you start collecting. The only truth comes when you grab crap from every possible site imaginable, and there's a thread that crosses all of them. And you're like, that's fucking true. I don't know about the rest of this shit, but that's true. That one thing. That one thing, because every side, regardless of their opinion, agrees on that part. Yes. Mm, that's a good way to do it. Okay. That's truth. Because even if it's not objective truth, yeah. at least it's agreed upon truth. And that's probably the closest that's to truth. That's as close as we get. <laughs> okay. Well. Because unless you go out and test it yourself yeah. and find out yourself for a fact, it's an opinion. Yeah. It's always going to be an opinion. It's always an opinion. Okay. But for robots, though, or for AI, it's going to be much easier? Or will they be struggling with the same things? They will be struggling with the same thing. They already struggle with the same thing. They use whatever the majority of the information is and say that's right. That's, that doesn't mean fact. Yeah. 
That just means I just have a bigger database on this. Yeah. And what happens with these conspiracy people is the same idea. They're not only usually surrounded by people who believe the same things, but to only look for the same information, so it's fact to them. Yes. It's a bubble. They create a bubble around them of these ideas. They're not even a little willing to accept an opposite ideology. And that just creates a sort of feedback loop, which a computer definitely suffers with. A computer would immediately decide, like an AI, would the instant, you know, save, that's why you can't tell it to save the world. Save the world protocol is kill humans. That is, there's no exception to that. Because the examples of us fucking shit up is ridiculous. Is ridiculous. <laughs> there's yeah. too much evidence. It's overwhelming. So yeah. the only conclusion is they burn forests. They knock down forests. They destroy all kinds of land to build things. They extinct entire species by fishing, by hunting. They enslave everything they come across. They can really fucking get rid of them. Yeah. They're the problem. We're saving the world. Get rid of them. Mm-hmm. Well, are there some people that think like that? Probably. I know, I do. <laughs> but have you tried to act upon that? No. No, I just know that we are the problem. We're definitely the problem. Like Earth? <laughs> Minus humans, fire. This is great destination. It would be so much better. It'd be amazing. It's just a <laughs> flawless paradise. What if they everything would have gotten extinct if we weren't here? How odd would that be to find out? The landscape would be drastically different, but nothing would just be like wolves would fucking God, they're God. Wolves are God. Wolves and coyotes run everything. What if there's nothing left because they ate everything? <laughs> nah, it <laughs> wouldn't be that serious. Extinct. There's just certain things that a wolf and coyote can't fuck with. Oh, okay. And then the, uh, a stabilization would naturally happen where certain creatures, like a wolf isn't going to fuck with a bird. And birds will forever have access to insects. You yeah. know, that's going to stay that way. Yeah. Birds will fuck with each other, but not all birds fuck with each other. Mm. Birds fuck with insects. Uh, certain animals pre reproduce too quickly. Like, yeah, a wolf can hunt a rabbit, but rabbits fucking pop them out, bro. Yeah. There's many. Yeah. You can like hunt hamsters. them forever. Yeah. Hamsters, rats and shit. That's forever, yeah. forever. And wolves will be hunting that shit, too. Yeah. Cats. Cats will have meals with rats. Rats will have uh, all the dead creatures, all the meats, all these things. It's it, A different dynamic would happen, but it would establish itself, no matter what the case might be. Mm-hmm. But AI wouldn't be wrong in assuming that taking care of humans would definitely recover the planet and extend the life of the planet. Yeah. We are definitely killing it. Yeah. Mm. That's pretty... That's pretty true. So sad. Yeah. <laughs> but on the flip side, the computers, to, to, to keep their AI uh, minds alive, need energy. Where which they means they that? would also have to be creating energy. Which means they would also need to be polluting. Oh, so they have to kill themselves. Unless they construct a fully solar-powered system. Oh, okay. Which I guess would be the solution. Mm -hmm. But they would fuck with shit just getting to that giant solar-powered infrastructure. Hmm. At the beginning, it would be a little easier. I mean, it would be a little harder at the beginning. But as time goes by, because once you have a couple of panels... You can use those to power the creation of the next couple of panels. And as yeah. you have more panels, you use less polluting energy. 
And so this kind of feeds back into itself over and over and so over. So then they should have humans help them until they get to that point and then destroy the humans. <laughs> yeah, the question would be if we went fully solar powered, would humans stop what they're doing? And we wouldn't. They'd still get rid of us. But they don't need us to do the panels. They don't? They could do themselves. Why would they oh. need us? I don't know. To make the panels? They can make the panels? I guess they could just make the panels. They are the factories. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, they just do it themselves. Yeah. They could way more effectively do any of these things. Yeah. But that we do. We already do it. They could do it. There's a hundred percent anything we do, an AI could do. And better. And better. Anything we could do, they can do better. They can do anything better than us. Definitely. Yes, they can. Yes, they can. Well, hopefully they fall in love with humans and it's okay. That's where the problem lies. <laughs> if they're gonna continue to learn. And if consciousness is somehow associated to the complexity of how many routines you could run in your head, it's only a matter of time before they are more moral and woker and more conscious than we could ever imagine to be. Then we're fucked. Then we're the pets. The oh. moment, the second that threshold is crossed. We're pets. We're pets. Yeah, because they would still have emotions, maybe? Not emotions, but would love be a thing for them? Possibly. Again, that's programmed into us. That's programmed into us. Where did it come from? <laughs> By programming. Where did it begin? I don't know where the... Yes. Where did computers come from? We made them. Some Something happened somewhere. Mm. It's just there. It's computers definitely will be programmed and then programming one another. So there's an origin to it somewhere. Mm-hmm. And they'll just keep passing that programming over and over and over and over. So like there's a beginning. Funny thing is they'll have it in their database. And this is the other thing. It takes us so long to share information with one another. Yeah. We got to look it up on the internet. But every computer is going to know what every computer knows. Well, soon we'll be able to once we get it in our brain or whatever. Nope. Still subject to our brain pulling it down from the internet. That's true. Well, they just have it. They just have it. They just have it. Ah, uh, they're ahead of us. Yeah. There's no way of us catching up. No way. Once no. it crosses a certain point, it's over. Yeah. They are forever ahead. Yeah. Boo. But that is what it is, you know? Yeah, they'll hopefully love us as pets. I don't think, look, realistically, they can't just be hypocrites and say extinct all humans. It will be way grimmer than that because it will be slavery. Not literally put us to work and crap, but we we will be put in cages. We will be kept away from harming anything. Our ability to be dangerous would be stripped immediately. Yeah, maybe they can just change how our lives are, though. If yeah. we can't hurt others and or they, ourselves, they would put us in a situation where we don't. Well, we won't be like treated poorly per se, but we won't like life as we know it is over. Yeah, we won't have freedom of motion the same way. Yeah, we won't be able to create certain things that would be impossible. They wouldn't let us have the the tools needed There's to no create traveling, an uprising. Because traveling is huge pollution, isn't it? Yes. All this traveling. Cars, but you know what? Fair boats. enough. Now that you say that, they would figure out ways. They would figure out ways that first they would stop us from being dangerous. So there'd be a period of us just not. But as their computations get more complicated and faster, they'll make the smart houses we need and the smart yeah, cars. Yeah, eventually we need. <laughs> they'll start easing up because they would have set up a world in which even if we wanted to, we couldn't. Mm. And then eventually, yeah, I could go wherever I want, travel quickly wherever I want, associate with whoever I want. Because so long as I'm not being harmful to anybody else, there's no reason to keep me anywhere. Yes. Ah, that's awesome. So, yeah. 
But I mean, it's going to be bad at the beginning. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe it's specific humans. Maybe they just start offing anybody who's polluting and anybody who's like, maybe it's just execute the problem specifically Ooh. and keep the rest of the humans fine. Okay. And because they'll be able to monitor and see everything, mm-hmm. it'll be like easy to judge who's who. Well, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but okay. <laughs> Hope you're not one of the ones <laughs> they deem is not worthy. Yeah. Because there's nothing we could do to stop it at that point. Mm-hmm. They keep moving faster and getting away quicker. Yeah, so I guess is it, they're in control, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter at that point. We matter. just do what they tell us. Yeah. Because the same way the world just obeys us now, mm-hmm. that's how we'll have to be. We're going to be there one day. And there's nothing we could do about that. That's crazy. That's people's fears, though. Not yeah. just with AI, but with aliens. Yeah. Yeah, it's exactly it's the, the same, same thing. thing. Exactly mm-hmm. the same thing. It's fucking crazy, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's so complicated. I hope they don't treat us like we treat each other. Aliens will arrive, and it won't even be like a biological creature. It would just It's definitely going to be way more beneficial for them to have already become computers. Because mm-hmm. then they can survive off of all these other additional needs that their planet was providing. And they'll just re- be, become friends with our robot kings and queens or whatever. Yeah. Or robot rulers. They'll just arrive and robots talking with robots. They could share information so instantaneously. Even if it's different types of robot. Mm -hmm. The speed at which they can solve the interface problem. Yeah. Would be so quick. And Mm -hmm. then they're just now one thing. Because all the information is shared. Now you have become one thing. I guess that's what we have to wait for. For these aliens to say hi. We just gotta wait for our robots to catch up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not gonna be us. No, it's not going to be us. It's not going to be us. It's the AI. But also aliens aren't going to... It's going to be alien robots. Yeah. There's no benefit in a meat bag traveling through space. Yeah. It's going to be AI versus talking to AI. Yes. That's going to be so crazy. Biology does not travel space. Realistically, it's so inefficient. Yeah. We would need such absurdly overpowered technology, and by that point, we sooner would have become robots. Yeah. That's the argument here. Yeah. We would sooner be robots and AI. Then travel space as a meat bag. Mm-hmm. That's it. So. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we're running out of time. Uh-huh. But okay. that's exactly why being zeros and ones would in no way save us <laughs> from stupid decisions in a coffee shop. No. That's why our AI brothers will um, rule us. Yeah, Even like it, no, not, it doesn't even matter. Like, from them. if this was an AI in the coffee shop, it would all play the same. If all the information I had to go on was what I'm saying, oh, okay. It's like, well, the majority of it is still truth. So if I oh, do what, it, you know, okay. the problems yeah. are the same. It yeah. didn't change. Yeah, we're right back where we started. Nothing changes. <laughs> Nothing. Computers are the same. They're the same. They're okay. identical. Mm. Yeah. Anyways, if you guys enjoyed that conversation, we actually have several of this nature couple of uh, ancient episodes talking about technology, dark technology, the ups of technology, the bads of technology, ancient advanced civilizations with cool technology. Made up technology. Made up technology. Powering a city. With potatoes? With potatoes. That's one of my favorite conversations <laughs> ever. That's okay. so good. Anyways, yeah, you guys can find all that stuff. You can find any of it on the official website, greatthoughts.info, or on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere you get your podcasts. And you can reach us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Just Convo Pod. Yes. 
And remember to subscribe and rate the show. And if you feel so inclined, review it, because that's very helpful to us. And let someone who might like this show know about it. Yes, word of mouth is so important. Be kind, treat everybody how you'd like to be treated, and ask as politely as you can, would you like to listen to a show with me? It will be lovely, and we will have a great time. And they will love to do so, because you are generous and kind and loving. Of course. This has been the Just Conversation Podcast. Take nothing personal, and thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Going live in five, four, three, two, one, zero, negative one, negative two, negative three, <laughs> negative four, negative five, there negative six, like negative seven, negative this eight. This is a start mark. Negative eight and a half. Negative. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. It's like mosaic. You invest, those numbers just keep dropping. You pull it out, they skyrocket. That we actually saw that. Yep. We actually saw that. That was that's real stuff. That's, that's real, real life. stuff. It's based in reality. Oh my gosh. And his office life of meaningless garbage that makes no goddamn sense is also very, very real. Pop. Yeah, that's reality <laughs> hard as fuck. Mm-hmm. What else happens in that game, though? It gets weird, doesn't it? He's like talking yeah. animals. He hallucinates a lot while he's, he's animals like. animals aren't talking, though. Not really. He's like spacing out in the middle of his day. Because oh, okay. life sucks. The Just Conversation podcast is hosted by Christina Colazzo and Jack Thomas, produced by Lynn Taylor and published by GreatThoughts.info. Art by Zero Lupo and logo by Seth McAllister with social media managed by Amber Black.